You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is up, 49ers fans? It's time for another edition of the 49ers Rush Podcast. We're talking NFC West. We're focusing on playoff picture, kind of what the positional standings are at this midway point. We're going to go through the Niners win. We've got lots of good stuff. And as always on Thursday, I got this handsome devil with me. Brian, how are you, my friend? Uh, John, as you know, I look forward to this time. It's always marked in bold in my calendar when I get to come on, talk some Niners, talk some NFC West, hang out with you and hang out with the 49ers faithful. What more could I ask for on a Thursday afternoon? Oh, I love it. All right. We got to start in in 49ers is what we do. Tell me what you thought about that 49ers versus the Rams game. Oh my gosh. It's glorious. I was just thinking about it. I feel wonderful. Walk me through kind of your thoughts on how that whole game planned out and what it means kind of overall for the 49ers. Sure. So I want to say I think I've called four or five Niners games correctly in a row. Uh, And uh, the biggest thing I wanted to see in this game was how Christian McCaffrey fit. I told you on the show, John, I told you when it first happened over text that I thought he was such an amazing fit to actually see it come to life. Uh, and hey, why not throw a pass while you're at it too, you know? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Who knew he had that in him? Uh, but I just thought he there's not that many more absolutely perfect fits for a Shanahan offense than, than Christian McCaffrey. And it played out exactly as I could have expected it. Rams couldn't stop it. I think a lot of other defenses are going to have trouble stopping it. Even if they start to find to, to key in on that, you're going to get Kittle open. You're going to get Debo open and Ayuk. It's just, it brings such an added dynamic that the Niners... In my head, as far as the overall picture, jump up a lot of spots. I just, you know, they are to me are already now one of the favorites in the NFC. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think that they have to be. Um, and it's it, it's just, man, they keep winning the games that matter the most. 
Mm-hmm. That's what's so important. They keep winning the ones that matter the most. 3-0 and in the division. Now, CMC, as you brought up, kind of changed everything. Man, could you imagine if he landed on the Rams and not the 49ers what that game would have looked like? I, I yeah. don't know if enough to flip the whole game schedule, but, man, he was the – NFC player of the week. Also, what's crazy, he's never won a player of the week honor in his entire career. Christian McCaffrey hasn't. Wow, he's been really? For two weeks. No, he's never won that, it. I did not know that. That's that's a, uh, absurd. That's a crime <laughs> that he hasn't won it because he has certainly had games uh, where he has been just dynamic and unstoppable uh, multiple times over his career with Carolina. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you've seen the impact. I thought it would play out that way. I tried to get Christian McCaffrey in a few of my redraft leagues. Didn't work out. Uh, I actually have him in our best ball league, so I'm really glad that I drafted him uh, there, John. But yeah, I mean, this isn't a guy who moves the needle a little bit. This is a guy who yeah. makes everyone around him better and most importantly makes Jimmy Garoppolo better because he's the type of player that works with Garoppolo's skill set. This isn't a deep threat that Garoppolo still needs to hit 40 yards down the field. This is a guy that's going to make Jimmy G's stats increase. Right. And I'll say this. I, I've said this several times on our Patreon channel, but I feel like Christian McCaffrey forced Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo to just take what's given. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's literally simplified things to a point where it's just like, all right, who's the defense going to key on? We're going the other way. Um, and when Kittle and CMC run their routes to the same side of the field, it, it is just – there's just open – Pick There's your poison everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You got to pick one. You can't do both. Um, what's up? Mosquito Kelly says blessed with content from John twice in one day. I was on Wayne Breezy's show this morning. We did our defensive breakdown, started our defensive pa- uh, breakdown on Patreon. We got this show and our Patreon only bonus live show today at 3 p.m. with 49ers cutback. So if you want to join that, you got to head over to Patreon. Uh, we'll have some more on that later, but that's what we got so far. And we got a question right here from Robert. I like this. This goes to you, Brian, not me. Would you pick a full 49ers? So I actually saw this in the chat, John. I'm glad that you highlighted it. Uh, The one advantage that San Francisco would have in this is that the way to beat Philadelphia, if there is a way, is on the ground. They have probably the best secondary in the NFL right now, especially their cornerbacks uh, with Darius Slay, uh, James Bradbury, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's just across the board. How do you attack them through the air? Uh, but the one place they're susceptible, they just lost Jordan Davis. So I don't, you know, that's four to six weeks. Maybe he's back. So the Eagles fully healthy too. Uh, but I do think it's a, it's like a strength on strength. Um, mm, that's tough. Fully healthy 49ers. I might go San Francisco. I might give the edge to San Francisco. Fully healthy, meaning their entire defensive line. If but, uh, is Mosley back? Like, I mean, these are the kind of questions. Yeah. So it's like fully healthy from before the season started. Man, that that's a, a tough uh, pick. Um, but you know, I'm on the I'm on the 49ers rush. I will. My instinct was 49ers, so I'll go San Francisco. I like it. You know, it's interesting. You look at just the Vegas standings and odds on the season. The 49ers are second to win the NFC. Uh, it's Eagles, then 49ers. Um, if you look at the Super Bowl, they're fourth. You've got Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, then 49ers. Like everybody is a believer in this team right now. Um, And it's crazy because you just got demolished two weeks ago in your home crowd by Patrick Mahomes. It just, what a difference a week makes. And whenever you can continue to show what you could be, 
Um, I think that's big. Uh, Faithful from birth. What's up, man? He says, I think all of us are just sitting on the edge of our seats waiting for Debo and CMC to be on the field at the same time for a full practice. Wish we had one more week before the bye to help my impatience. Yeah, right. We, we get this gift that is CMC, but we haven't seen um, what it could be. With We haven't seen Debo. We haven't seen Kittle. We haven't seen CMC all together um, after practicing. We, we got that little glimpse in the Chiefs game that first half. But let, let me ask you this. Does Debo change anything in your mind with what the 49ers will do on offense whenever you have all three of those guys out there? Uh, I don't know that it would change it. They're just, they're all yak monsters. That's what Shanahan wants. That, that's going to, I mentioned earlier, really emphasize Garoppolo's strengths because Garoppolo can be a very accurate quarterback when he's playing in rhythm, when he has the play action game going for him. He is not a, a he can hit the deep ball, but it's not something he can hit consistently. Right. So if you've got, like you mentioned earlier, you have to choose between CMC and Kittle if the two of them are running around at the same time. If you have to add Debo to that mix, oh, by the way, Ayuk isn't too bad himself. Like, who do you cover? Who do you who do you focus on stopping? Um, it's one of the reasons why the, the Chiefs have always been so good, especially when they had Tyreek, because who do you stop? You can't stop Kelsey, because then Hill's going to kill you. Now the 49ers can be in that conversation as an offense that, like, you cannot zero in on anyone. You have to basically try to just play contained and hope that San Francisco makes a mistake. That works in San Francisco's favor. They can play ball control. They can play time of possession. Uh, so I don't think they need to alter it. It's just going to be, I think we will see a different guy maybe light up each week. Like, you might see a Debo game one week. You might see a Kittle game the next week. Uh, so I, I, I don't think there's a consistent, oh, this is the guy every week. I think with the, the way that they're all kind of built, each week you're going to see a different guy kind of stand up and, and excel. Right, and, and I want to make a clarification. The reason why I didn't use Brandon Ayuk's name and like with those three is because I don't think he's the versatile piece, right? So like mm-hmm. Ayuk's just the wide receiver. like He's a wide receiver, but right. Debo's a wide receiver running back. Kittle is a wide receiver tight end, fullback. Um, Offensive lineman. Right, all those <laughs> things. So like that's why I was saying those three, not trying to slight Brandon Ayuk. He has had an incredible year so far. Um, so definitely not throwing that out there. Oh, I love this big Papa CMC and Debo would be cool, but getting our defensive players back will be awesome. You know, I was messaging. I, I want to give credit uh, where credits due here. I was a 49ers fan uh, who DMS me all the time. I won't put his name out there. Um, we're getting so many players back. I, I mean, one Dre Greenlaw, Aziz, Eric Armstead, I, Jason Verrett, like, you're getting a lot, a lot of players back defensively, and I think that's going to be huge. And, you know, I'd like to hope that we get Javon Kinlaw back, but part of me says maybe not, uh, that that's going to be a while. So, it, that, and that that breaks my heart, but it's just kind of where it is. Um, now, love all the CCs. Love all the hashtag CCs. And, yeah, Clayton, unfortunately, man, he's a working man. He's he's, he's working today, so he's not with us, but uh, he's, he's part of the team always and i love that so here we go we, we talked 49ers we talked rams so let's bridge our conversation into this week 49ers have a buy obviously rams are favored um by three points um sorry they're they're underdogs yeah that was gonna say yeah i have them as underdogs I, I said it yeah. wrong they're getting three points against the bucks who have looked bad walk us through this game and kind of man the rams are just in a weird spot but so are the bucks yeah this is a battle of two teams that are maybe two of the most disappointing and underachieving teams of the year. Uh, they're teams that I think have m- multiple issues on both sides of the ball. 
Uh, I've got two and a half as the, the point spread, but the Rams are underdogs. And it came down when I'm picking this game to who... I'm not confident in either team by any means, but who am I <laughs> less confident in? Honestly, that's the Bucks right now. I just wow. think this this team is fundamentally broken. Uh, they don't have a... like the and Now, assuming he's healthy and plays, and it looks like he will, the Rams still have Cup. That alone is a reason to put him over because... Cup is still playing at an all-pro level, even if the rest of that offense is, even if they're not being able to run the ball, even if Stafford is is having one of his worst years statistically, Cup is still able to produce. Who can you say about that on the Bucks consistently? They have no run game. Fournette has regressed dramatically. Their offensive line has been much worse. Brady, it's not even just that people are saying, oh, it's a miscommunication. He is, he, it's not an arm strength issue. I will say this. I watched that Ravens game closely last week on Thursday night. He was he he definitely had some zip on his throws. But there was, there's just something missing that's always been there for Brady. I actually wondered about this in the offseason, John. I said, the thing that has always set him apart has been that competitive edge. That's just no one, even in the NFL, as hyper-competitive as it is, has been able to match Tom Brady when he sets his eyes on something. And that seems to be gone. What You can call that the personal issues. You can call that he actually did retire, even if it was only for 44 days. There's just... It just ticks down the competitiveness just enough to kind of make him mortal. And a mortal Tom Brady at 45 years old, even if physically he doesn't quite decline yet, makes everything out of sync, which then seems to affect the defense too. These are most of the players they have on defense. Sorry to make this a Bucks episode, guys, but I I have opinions. I have opinions about Tampa Bay, and that that will reflect the matchup against the Rams. I just think that for whatever reason, it's a morale thing. This entire team, when Mike Evans is dropping wide open touchdown passes, like there's just something's out of sync mentally with this team. On top of the fact that they had some losses physically, they had they were beat up in the secondary. They were missing their top two corners and one of their top safeties last week. Two uh, ED if they're all back this week, but their offensive line has had losses. They're not running the ball well. And to top that off, Brady and his receivers are repeatedly out of sync. This team is just not working. And they have a different head coach. You can say maybe Todd Bowles, for whatever reason, as a head coach, doesn't work as well as he does as a coordinator. So for those reasons alone, um, I like McVay and the Rams to bounce back. I think this will be a close game. I don't think any team has enough of an advantage to run away with it. But I am picking the Rams to win this. Certainly picking them to cover. Because uh, I think if the Bucks do pull, pull it off, it might be like they're down by two. They kick a last-second field goal or something, yeah. in which case L.A. still covers. So I do like the Rams. I am going to pick the Rams to cover this game. The Bucks have lost five out of six games. Yeah. Oh, like, and by the way, that weird. sixth game could have been a loss. You talk about that was the, the Falcons game where Grady Jarrett had that really insanely questionable roughing the passer where he – apparently slung Brady down that that didn't happen that through the whole game the Falcons were coming back if they get the ball back there that was third down they get the ball back there they're only one score down they had scored the two previous drives we might be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Tom Brady losing six games in a row and you know I think another thing that's interesting you have the Bucks, and they they're playing the Rams this week at home they're playing the Seahawks next week at home and then they play the 49ers in Santa Clara. So, again, just a little extra, you know, whatever. Uh, I love that we get them at home, which the 49ers have played really, really well at home um, as well. So I think that's huge. And, you know, as we said, the Rams, eesh, eesh, just just yikes. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about that. Now, I do want to say uh, – now. Be real quick, because I don't want to move on. Uh, you've always got so much stuff, man. I really appreciate that, Brian. Is there anything else about this game that you want to kind of let us know about? Because you're saying the Rams. 
Um, I don't feel great about it, but I am saying the Rams. Like I said, this was not a confidence in LA as much as it was a, a, a confident in just how bad Tampa Bay has been. They're dysfunctional. I don't think the Rams are dysfunctional. I think the Rams have lots of holes. I think Tampa Bay is dysfunctional. Another little nugget here, Cam Akers actually participated in their walkthrough today. So he did, hasn't played over the last two weeks. He wanted to get traded. There was word about him possibly wanting to get released, but he actually practiced. It was a walkthrough, but he participated. So that leads me to believe that he will be involved at some point, which means, hey, it's Akers, but it's it's just one little tiny notch that gives LA a little bit more hope in this matchup against a Bucks defense that all of a sudden over the past few weeks has been one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. It's crazy to say for the Bucks. So you already have Henderson. Uh, you, you get Akers back. It just gives you a little bit more uh, kind of boost in the LA side. So I'm feeling pretty good about picking the Rams here. All right. All right. I, I'm not sure I can put money on this one. I just No, weird, don't. But... Please don't. I'm, yeah, I'm picking them because I pick everybody, but it's like uh, I don't feel confident enough that I would put any money on this game. All right. Now, real quick before we get to our next game, which I'm excited about, shout out to Dale DeMott, made this awesome video. The best way to support the show, it's Patreon. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast, and as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything, depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years, every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. All right, that was fun. I like that. Shout out to Dale. He did some good work there. Now, real quick, sticking with these announcements. Brian's a Dolphins fan, okay? Uh, which that's okay. You are having a great year. You guys are the South Beach 49ers, and I that's respect right. that. Yep, yep. You're going to be coming out to party with us in Miami or in Santa Clara when <laughs> Miami comes to town. Not in Miami. Yeah, we're not 20 minutes Miami. from my house. Yes. Um, so, uh, <laughs> shout out to this. First time we're announcing this, we are partnering. Um, with a lot of people, we, we were going to throw this party in Santa Clara and I kept reaching out to chapters, different people and making connections. Listen to this. We're, it's going to be our only one that we do this with. It's going to be a joint party with some Miami fans and some 49ers fans in Santa Clara. It's going to be incredible. John Taylor's coming out. Eric Wright's coming out. We even got some Miami Dolphins legends coming out, Mark Clayton and uh, Mark Duper. So Saturday, December 3rd, um, we're going to be at the Mission Peak Sports Complex. Now, to get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. As always, they are up on the site now. They're $35. Does not include autographs and stuff. Um, if that's something that you want, uh, there's some other packages that will be available. We'll talk about that at a different time. But usually whenever we get players out and we do the autograph session, we usually lose a lot of money. So what we're trying to do is something a little bit different is – Throw the party, have the players there for the few people that want that extra experience. They can be able to afford, pay pay for that. But to be around and kind of have like um, still doing trivia, competitions, giveaways, and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be more of kind of a live Q&A format and all those things. So uh, really excited about that. Got the Mexico trip for sure. Uh, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. 
Oh, and Brian's going to be there, which is going to be cool. So you get to meet the legend himself. And then we got our tailgates always day of the game in the blue lot. So those tickets are available uh, if you want to join there. I want to mention too, guys, uh, you guys have your players that you grew up watching the 49ers that you fell in love with. The Marks brothers, along with Marino, that's who I grew up with. Mark Clayton, Mark Duper. So I'm, besides the fact that I get to hang with John and all of you great 49ers faithful, I'm so excited to meet the Marks brothers uh, from the 80s, from my childhood as a Dolphins fan. Dude, I love it, man. Uh, and, man, I love all the compliments out here. Thank you, Shot Jay. Um, saying he's learned more about football in two years than he has in the last decade. Um, Josh talking about how the film's better than the game itself. I love it, man. Uh, appreciate you guys. And, you know, we're, we're approaching 400 people over on Patreon. So I think we're doing a good thing there. Excited about that. And Mosquito Killer. Man, John always throwing the best parties at these Rush Road trips. Um, it, it's all about people and community and building relationships. And I think as long as we focus on that and not making money, eventually I got to make some money. But <laughs> as long as we focus on that, I think the parties will continue to be a success. Now, speaking of success, one of these NFC West teams have to lose. The Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals Man, walk us through this, and I want them both to lose, but at least one team's out. So I incorrectly picked both of these last week. Arizona was my upset of the week. Uh, yeah, that I was, was on Seattle too. That was more of a reflection of the the I just the Vikings don't look like a six and one number four in our power rankings team. So I thought this might have been a good chance for them to kind of have a letdown. Well, I was wrong there. Uh, I might be picking. Minnesota to lose again this week. I, I might just keep getting wrong. But Arizona uh, ended up losing that game. Uh, Often still scored some points, though, so that's noteworthy. On the Seattle side, this was a more of a reflection of the Giants. I just I wasn't going to bet against the Giants as well as they were playing. Well, Seattle came out and just kind of whooped them. You know, I know it wasn't a, a huge game at the end of the day, 27-13, but Seattle was in control of that game throughout. Uh, and that just gives me a little bit more faith in the Seahawks. I'm feeling less and less. Oh, and I did make a determination, John. I said last week before this game that it was still between San Francisco and L.A. I do not believe that anymore. This division is now, as crazy as it sounds, between the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I still think the 49ers have a better roster. That That's unquestionable in my mind. But, man, the Seattle team is playing well. Something about them. There's something about them. And that you get some of these teams. You think about the 9-7 the and seven Giants from, what, 2007, 2008. That team was not great on paper, but they, they just played so well together. They went on a run. They won the Super Bowl. Teams like this that believe in themselves with no expectations, a guy like Geno Smith, who everyone wrote off, uh, starting six or seven rookies who are all contributing and looking like the best draft class of the year, yeah. there's something to this. Uh, and so the fact that Seattle already beat Arizona once, the fact that Seattle is, is so much more better coached than the Kingsbury Cardinals, uh, I don't think this will be another 12-9 game like the last wing. I do think there'll be some points scored. Uh, but at the end of the day, I trust Seattle. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. 
So, download the app today. Use code 49ers, 49ERS, for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gattlemore, I, I think this defense is now playing exceptional, whereas they were one of the worst defenses of the first few weeks. I think that's a, for a few reasons, namely those rookies. Uh, they're starting a rookie linebacker. They're starting two rookie defensive backs. They're finally starting to find their footing and play actually really well. So I believe in Seattle's defense. I believe in Seattle's offense. And I still have my question marks on Arizona. I think this will be a higher scoring game than their last matchup. But I'm still and, – and Arizona's favored, which I think is strange. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. I saw it and I was like, "Well, wait a second. Um, help me understand because yeah. they nobody believes in Seattle. Nobody does." Yeah. And you look at the roster and you're just like, "No. Geno Smith, man, he's been so efficient. Like I I don't want to say MVP level, but he's closer to that than he is, you know, just average quarterback play. He, he's if you not look going at- to be if but you look at some numbers. of these advanced metrics, he's like top five to seven quarterback in the entire league right now. Yeah. Do eight weeks, guys. This isn't like two week blip where we got a hot streak. This is now legitimate data. This is the half, you know, nearly the halfway mark of the season. Um, and Geno Smith, he just works in the Shane Waldron offense. He just works in this, you know, chemistry with Pete Carroll. He's always been a good decision maker. Uh, he's always been accurate. His problem was he tended to hold the ball too long. He didn't take chances. For whatever reason, he's found his fit. Maybe being a veteran on the bench for, what's the better part of seven, eight years, made him see the game in a different way. But we can no longer discount Geno Smith. So when I, John, you, you mentioned that you were surprised. When I was looking at this game, I was like, oh, Seattle's favored by a point and a half. Do I like that spread? Then I'm like, wait a second, that's a plus. <laughs> Seattle's yeah. actually, uh, Arizona's favored by a point and a half. Oh, I'm definitely picking the Seahawks for this one. Yeah, I'll be doing um, a teaser with the Seahawks because mm. you give me two points plus six or seven, depending on the odds. I mean, it's crazy. John says, you know, they're playing with house money. As soon as expectations are put on, that young team will crumble. And I'll say this. Listen now, the 49ers whooped them 27 to seven. Listen to how they responded. This is how many offensive points per game since the 49ers game. 23 points, 48, 32, 19, 37, 27. And it's not like they're playing bad teams. Uh, like, in that in that same mix, you got the Falcons, you got the Saints, you got the Chargers, you got the Giants. Like, it's not like they're just beating up on bad football teams. It's not mm-hmm. that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not 
too concerned because, again, I, I will constantly go back to this. The NFL is a matchup league. They do not match up well against the 49ers. Right. And the Agreed. fact, like, they just, their offense does not because their offense is nickel and dime down the field and just sustain, 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 keep moving forward. The 49ers defense is we get one bad play on you, you're done unless you're the Chiefs, uh, but that but it's worked really well. So it's just it doesn't work well matched up-wise. So uh, let's put this in the chat. You guys tell me, who's going to win this game, Cardinals or Seahawks? I want to hear what you guys have to say, but I, I'm leaning Seahawks. I just can't – I can't bet on the Cardinals. Yeah. They're just – I just can't. At this point, it it, it is it the getting Hopkins back has been a boon, as we predicted. Uh, this offense just functions so much better, and Hopkins is so good. He's he's one of those players that it doesn't matter if you know that Kyler's going to throw him the ball fifteen times; they still can't stop him. He's still going to that that one handed. I don't know if you saw the one handed catch he had in the end zone yeah. was just sick. He had one hand pulled behind his back and literally just like snatched the ball out of the air. That's how good DeAndre Hopkins is. Hasn't lost a step. Uh, but there's questions with the rest of this team. They still don't have a running game. James Conner might be back, but I don't think he's a big boost. They've had lots of uh, losses across their offensive line, uh, and their defense has been – they played better lately, but they still – they just allowed 34 points to a Vikings offense that hadn't been all that proficient this year. They've won, but they haven't been putting up points like they did in this game. So it's just – I like – you mentioned matchups, John. I like – I don't really see a matchup advantage – I don't even put Kyler as a huge advantage matchup over Geno at this point uh, in 2022. So uh, all advantages in my mind goes to the Seahawks. That's why I'm picking them to win and cover. Yeah, and I'll say this. A tie, would a tie be beneficial? If we look at the standings, okay, Seahawks are in first. They're five and three, but they're one and one in the division. So they're basically one game up on the Niners, but we're three and oh in the division. A tie would help over a win, obviously, but man, that would get it'd get weird. It would get weird. Um, I, I don't know. Because you look at the Cardinals, they're three and five, oh and two in the division. You go oh and three, and and again, if they lose, that would make the Seahawks have six wins. They would be back three games. They're they're not overcoming that. No. Um uh, does anybody know if it's a double XP weekend? <laughs> That's important information. Um, Hey, man, I, my two biggest betting axioms, the two things that I do more than anything, one, always bet with Kirk Cousins unless it's a primetime game, and then two, the XP weekend, which I don't know. I got to look it up. Um, I did download the new Call of Duty playing through the campaign mode. It's pretty freaking fun. It's pretty fun. Now, um, random NFL questions, fantasy questions, it, uh, Niners questions, whatever you got, throw those in the chat. That's the next section we're going to do. But before we move on, is there anything else about this game that you want to highlight, Brian? Uh, no, pretty straightforward. Like I said, um, matchups, and I don't see a single matchup that I would favor Arizona here, other than DeAndre Hopkins yeah, versus these he's rookie corners. Eat. He's going to put up fantasy points. That's why one of the reasons I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring game. There'll be points scored. I just trust Seattle to make plays on defense when it counts, and I trust Seattle to score more points than Arizona, and I trust Pete Carroll to do a better coaching job than Cliff Kingsbury, uh, and the fact that it's plus one and a half. You know, This is probably going to be one of my more, more confident picks this week. All right, I like it. Now, speaking of picks and bets, we do them all the time with my book. You know sports, and you pick winners all the time. So why not get paid for them at MyBookie? MyBookie has the biggest online selection of odds, contests, for all your sporting and betting needs anytime, anywhere. You can bet on NFL, NCAA, or this is pretty fun. I love this. 
you can bet for the fences um, by on the all new money bag. So what happens is you go, it's a one of a kind type of opportunity. You just place your bet, spin the wheel and you get ready to score epic odds on teams, athletes, events, all those things. It just increases those. So it's like a bonus spin to give you even better payouts and better odds, better chances to win. All you got to do is sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or scan the QR code next to me, and you can claim a deposit match of any amount up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus. It's not just a sports book. It's a community. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, we got a handful of questions, good questions. So, again, you want to get those in there, throw those up in the chat. First one comes from Decal. He says, do the Niners automatically take the division um, if undefeated in the division? So is there a way the Niners can go 6-0 and and not win the division? Well, yeah, because it's uh, overall record is is the first indicator. So if this you can go undefeated in the division, but the 49ers lose some non-division games, uh, the Seahawks might lose to the Niners twice, but if they win all their other games and they finish with a better record, the team with the better overall record gets the division win regardless. The division record is the second tiebreaker. I wonder how many times that's happened in NFL history. I can't imagine many. Usually, if you dominate your division, you're usually the guy that the team that gets gets in, which I like. So, but th- but think about like the teams that the Niners lost that game to Chicago, right? They lost to yeah. the Broncos. So like these are games that they're not division games in the long. They lost to the Falcons, um, but they dominated the Seahawks at the end of the year. If those if Seattle keeps winning, even if you beat them one more time, Seattle finishes with a better record. Yep. There we go. Um, Avatar, he says, Jeff Wilson says he asked the 49ers for a trade, was happy to reunite with Mike McDaniel and Raheem Mostert. I'll say this. John Lynch, and he talked about this on the TK show, if you have the athletic uh, subscription, which is a really good list. It's like 20 minutes. The They take care of their people. Um, mm-hmm. And whether that's DeForest Buckner, whether that's, um, you know, right here in Jeff Wilson. Like, this was a trade that Jeff wanted because he knew he was going to be the number three back at best when Elijah Mitchell came back. Why not send him to a place where he's going to be happy? He's happy for this. The Niners take care of their own. It's one of the reasons why they're always such a sought-after franchise uh, because it's just first class. It's it's who we are. It's who the team is. Um, Thank you, by the way. Happy to get him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, congrats, man. Like, how do you feel about that trade with it being a fifth rounder? Because I I thought a six was overpaying. Fifth is incredible to me. Well, I think it, it shows, and the fact that they traded a, their only first that was remaining for Bradley Chubb and then just signed him to a five-year contract. Like, the Dolphins view themselves as a Super Bowl contender. Right, I don't know if I quite put them there, but I think they're clearly in the mix for the playoffs. I mean, they did beat the Bills. So, I mean, they at least have the capability on any given Sunday to beat the team that I view as the best in the NFL. So I can see why they're making this move. Their offense is is very exciting to watch. Their defense has had some issues, which is hopefully Chubb replaces that. So if you view yourself as a contender, uh, you just traded away Chase Edmonds as part of that Bradley Chubb deal. Uh, Mostert, I thought, has come on really well. He has, over the last few weeks, really been the clear RB1 in Miami. But you get a guy like Jeff Wilson, who you can plug in this weekend. He knows this offense because of McDaniel's past running the same kind of scheme as, as Shanahan. So you can plug him in instantly. He gives you an extra dynamic. It's a little bit more tougher of a runner than than Mostert, who is a little bit more of like the zone read speed guy. So it gives you an extra dynamic, maybe especially around the goal line. Um, 
And from all intents, Mike McDaniels knows Wilson. Wilson is, from what I've read, is just a guy that teammates really like. Uh, leadership in San Francisco saying how, I think Shanahan was saying how much Jeff Wilson just, he does whatever you tell him to. He's just a guy who's there for the team. Um, right. And the Dolphins just are kind of in Efton picks mode like the Rams right now. They they go what they <laughs> traded for Tyreek Hill, trading away the first for uh, Bradley Chubb, which left them with no first because the other first they had, they got taken away because of the, the, the allegations with... Um, uh, Ross. So then you think you're in uh, Super Bowl contention. You've got a, a certain window. Two is still on a rookie contract. Spend your assets. A fifth round pick from on a trade chart probably looks high, but I don't hate them for it. No, no. Yeah. I, 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 there's no loser here. Everybody wins. I think it was the best for everybody. Um, all right. Let's go. Hawkinson value. He got traded within the division which uh, is insane. Way to bail out a division opponent, Lions. Um, do you think his fantasy value goes up a lot or stays the same? Uh, I don't know about a lot. It definitely goes up. They, I don't think that Detroit was using him the way they could have. Uh, his best week this year was when Amon Ross St. Brown was out. DeAndre Swift was out. I think it was week four where he had like 160 yards and two touchdowns. There should have been more games like that. That's his ceiling. He is incredibly talented. I would put yeah. him at least in top five as far as talent for tight ends. He's a first-round draft pick. And then you go to a Minnesota team who uh, Kevin O'Connell, coming from that McVay offense, they have shown the propensity to really involve tight ends in the past. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. just got injured, high ankle sprain. He's going to be out, it looks like, maybe six to eight weeks. Yeah. Uh, you've got Justin Jefferson. Thielen's great, but he's not as dynamic as he used to be. He's great in the red zone. So now you get a guy like Hawkinson who can stretch the field, who can work the middle of the field, who can do yards after catch, matchup nightmare. Uh, I think they'll utilize him a lot. Uh, they're not using the running backs in the past game the way I thought they would with Dalvin Cook. So, yes, I just like him as at, in this fit for a team that is also contending. They're basically locked up the NFC North already, which is crazy. Uh, so, yes, I do think it's a, a, a – especially in a very thin tight end – position for fantasy yeah i like hawkins's value increasing yeah and i'll say this just from a football standpoint he is a true tight end he doesn't fit yeah. the kelsey or waller or whatever like andrews he's not those guys he's a damn good blocker he's an iowa guy mm -hmm. uh friends with kittle they train every offseason he's a beast um big papa hey john how about a list of players you expect back versus players not coming back oh just off the top of my head um i do not see eric armstead or Jason Verrett coming back early on. I think Armstead, one more week. Aziz, I think he's got a couple more weeks as well. I don't see him coming back. Drake Greenlaw, I do. Verrett, I think, will be active. Debo, I see coming back as well. Colton McKivitz, which is very important to me. I want him getting some uh, reps at right tackle. I really, really do. I doubt they'll do it, but that's what I want to see. Um, so, yeah, there, there we go. Uh, Drake Greenlaw back, and I'm trying to think who else I'm missing uh, Elijah Mitchell, he's going to be back. I, I think the Jeff Wilson trade definitely alluded to that as well. And Kyle Juszczyk, uh, good Lord, so many players. Juwan Jennings, there's a lot of players. And, and that's a testament to this team. Four and four is not sexy, but they won the games they needed to win, the most mm -hmm. important ones. So I think that's important. Um, Robert, he says, who's left on our schedule that worries you? Ah, that's a good one. I brought uh, up the schedule because I saw this question in the chat. Uh, just I'll run it through it quickly. You got the Chargers after the bye at home. Uh, you play uh, the Cardinals. I believe that game's in Mexico City, correct? The yes. game against the Cardinals. We'll be there. Yep. Right, that's cool. Uh, got the Saints at home. Dolphins at home. That's probably the one that stands out the most. McDaniels obviously has familiarity with the Shanahan offense. 
And the biggest trouble this 49ers defense has had all year is against the Chiefs, a team that has lots of weapons. They get in space. They've got a quarterback who gets the ball out quickly, is decisive. Uh, that's what Tua does well. Tua's, uh, the offensive line for Miami is the big question, so the pass rush could be the difference for San Francisco. But Bucks at home, unless they fix things, that is actually a, a nicer matchup than it would have looked in the preseason. Uh, Seahawks on the road, that probably uh, could end up being the decider for the division. And um, Commanders at home, Raiders on the road, and then home against the Cardinals to close it out. It's, I mean, if you're looking at the most important games, it's just divisional games, then conference games. So, like, the Miami game is probably one of the most difficult, but it's an out-of-conference game. Like, yeah. it's dead last as far as, like, Importance. needs to be won. It's not right. important, but it, obviously every game matters. Um, you do have that stretch, though, where it's Bucks, Seattle, Commanders. That's three straight NFC um games i think that's kind of key so yeah there's not a lot of concern there i think the dolphins game is probably going to be the hardest and the most important is that seattle that thursday game which will be there for that as well um, another fantasy question from mark what's up mark appreciate seeing you on patreon um he says do you see jt uh bouncing back for the playoffs the colts let's talk about jonathan uh you know the beast first round pick everywhere he's been terrible uh, there's a few reasons. One, uh, he has been beat up. It looks now he's had a regression with his ankle injury. He's actually trending towards not playing uh, this weekend against the Patriots. But here's the reason why I don't see him bouncing back. And it has nothing to do with his talent or his health. The Colts offensive line has been pretty abysmal. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan was one of the most sacked in the NFL uh, prior to him getting benched. Now they've got a rookie quarterback, even though he's more mobile. Sam Ellinger is exciting, sure. Uh, but they're still, they didn't protect him great last week. They had multiple, Jonathan Taylor fumbled, Ellinger fumbled. They still had turnover issues. They're not creating a lot of uh, space in the run game. Jonathan Taylor doesn't have many holes to run through. Uh, and this team's going to be playing from behind. While we know Jonathan Taylor has some pass-catching abilities, they are best suited. And what they did last year is they gave him the ball 25 to 30 times a game. You're not, that's not happening when you're, when you're playing from behind. So I think the Colts have a lot of problems in general. Their offensive line is a big issue. We're seeing it play out in L.A. in the same fashion. Uh, so I would not bank on Taylor bouncing back for the fantasy playoffs. Might want to sell him high while he still has some name value in redraft. Hold on to him in, in dynasty and redraft. Sell him if you can, if you can get maybe two starters back. There we go. There we go. Uh, Pete says, man, that's not really a question. Both Bateman yep. and Michael Thomas out for the season. Huge losses. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you want to take a flyer, Deshaun Jackson's going to be a starter. Uh, he's going to be, they said, he, they said he's, he's lining up to play this weekend. Like, uh, so, D, uh, Djax is back. He's still in the NFL. He's still a thing. And he is looking like he's going to play against, um, uh, who does Baltimore play the saints this weekend. There we go. There we go. Mike asks this Hawkinson or Kittle more points, fantasy points, rest of season. Uh, I'd lean Hawkinson because I just think I mentioned earlier, it's going to be a week to week who produces. I think Christian McCaffrey, you can count on. Uh, as a just having a healthy floor, but I think you're going to see some Debo weeks if they start to slow down. CFC, you're going to see some Kittle weeks. Whereas I think Hawkinson and that Vikings and that Kevin O'Connell offense, I could just see them really utilizing him. Uh, one thing that Irv Smith Jr. and their second tight end, I think his na name is Munt in Minnesota, uh, is they get a lot of red zone targets. So Hawkins is already going to have that touchdown upside. Uh, and he's essentially going to be the second most viable receiver behind Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's going to draw uh, a lot of... Uh, double coverages and stuff that necessarily the Lions receivers weren't drawing, which will open up more things for Hawkinson. So I just see a higher ceiling for Hawkinson. So that would be my prediction. 
Gotcha. And last question right here. Appreciate all your time, Brian. Indi- any indication that Aaron Rodgers will turn things around? Love seeing him <laughs> suffer, uh, but he's been bad on his fantasy team. What are your thoughts there? No, because the, the, just like the Bucks, they're broken mentally. This team isn't quite <laughs> playing. Because here's when you start to see the defense play bad, this is another defense that on paper should be top five. They've got one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL in Jair Alexander. They've got rising pass rushers, Rashawn Gary, uh, DeAndre Campbell before he got injured. Uh, Eric Stokes is a fantastic second corner. You've got all of these pieces, and yet they can't stop anybody. To me, that's a morale thing, which starts with 12 on the offensive side of the ball. I love Dobbs as a talent, but they haven't been on the same page. Uh, You've had injuries uh, to receivers like Watkins, who hasn't done much anyway. Alan Lazard's been in and out of the lineup. They haven't got a run game going. Their offensive line has been banged up. Uh, and Rogers' reaction to that is just blame everybody else. So I just don't see them really Love turning things around, especially from production. Now, this week, I do think he's going to light up the Lions secondary. I think every, I think the Packers are going to win big, and everybody's going to be like, oh, the Packers are fixed, and then they'll probably lose most of the rest of their games. Yeah, um, they so just f- fired their DB coach. Uh, the Lions did. The Lions they? did, yeah. Aubrey yeah. Pleasant, correct. Yeah, which they probably is, should get rid of Aaron Glenn, too, as much as I liked him from Hard Knocks. Uh, that is that's secondary. Can't I, stop I just, anybody. I know everybody buys into the Hard Knocks team every single year. It's hard I not didn't to. feel it at all. <laughs> I, I just didn't feel it. I like I don't know. I get the the gritty we're going to fight and all that stuff and I, I I totally feel that. But man, after a while that stuff just doesn't work if yeah. you don't have the talent and I don't think that they have the talent not with Jared Goff at quarterback. It just ain't going to work. Especially uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Honestly, that's been the problem. Goff has had ga- Goff is going to golf, right? He's going to have games yeah. like where he just look bad, but he's also going to have games where he looks like a viable quarterback. They have enough weapons when they're healthy to be a top 5 offense in the NFL, but their defense is awful across the board i like it brian thank you so much for your time i know we went a little long um we do have a live show at three o'clock today with 40 hours cut back on patreon only we do it every single week so uh patreon.com slash 49ers rush podcast you want to join us and that's one of um, one where we let your video if you want to jump on and ask us a question and have a conversation it's much more intimate so you can actually join us we pull you up into the video. We talk back and forth and all those things. That's at 3 p.m. today. Hopefully you can join us. Brian, any closing remarks before we jump out of here, my friend? If you guys are itching for even more content, our Thursday live show is at 4 p.m. So you could watch Ooh. John over on Patreon. Ooh. Hop on over to YouTube for 30 minutes of football. We have an hour. Uh, it's just live viewer questions. It's me and the pro football demon. It's, it's probably 98% fantasy, but... Bring your NFL questions, bring your Niners questions, bring whatever, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, one hour of us just taking viewer questions. It's always a good time. Love it, man. Spoiling people. I love it. All right. (laughs) Till next time. Appreciate you guys. Stay strong and faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.